to She Who Overcomes, the podcast where we help you transform your life, leadership, and career. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman, and we are your hosts. We believe that what you've overcome makes you a leader. With a little help from two experienced coaches, that's us, you'll find the clarity and direction that you need to rise up, lead well, and live with intention. You were born to be an overcomer. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey, Overcomers, welcome back to the She Who Overcomes podcast. For today's solo cast, I'm going to be reading to you part one of the forward of Mandy's book that inspired this podcast, She Who Overcomes. We have decided to release a second edition of this book that was originally published in 2015, and I got the honor and privilege of writing the new forward. So if you've been a longtime listener, or even if you're brand new to the podcast, you can go all the way back to the very beginning. And Mandy started out this podcast by reading the chapters of her book, She Who Overcomes. So if you have not heard it yet, you can go all the way back to the beginning of this show episode number one and start with those chapters. But I want to read to you my new forward. It was late spring, and I was waiting on my mom's front porch for my best friend to call. Mandy was meeting with a publisher about her book that morning, and I could not wait to hear how it went. It would be a conversation that changed our lives and the trajectory of our one-year-old company. The publisher loved the idea and Mandy's writing style, but did not think that the coaching-heavy content would resonate with their audience. They wanted Mandy to make some major changes revamp the outline, and resubmit the book. And we had a big decision to make. Seems like a no-brainer to just make the changes and get published by a publisher for the first time. It is every aspiring author's dream to get picked up by a major publishing company. However, this message was lived and breathed by both Mandy and I and our clients. We were the original She Who Overcomes. It was sacred, and we were conflicted. In the end, we chose to keep the message intact and self-publish. We've not regretted that choice for one moment since. Helping a woman become a she who overcomes is our life's work. And it's my honor to write the forward for this new edition. In our short amount of time together in these pages, I hope to share with you my season of suffering and the two choices I believe every woman needs to make when she finds herself in overwhelming circumstances. A Steel Magnolia When it comes to pain and suffering, She's right up there with Elizabeth Taylor. Truvy Jones, Steel Magnolias. I have loved the movie Steel Magnolias for as long as I can remember. I can quote it word for word. I mean, what is not to love about this movie? The cast is star-studded. The banter is witty and quick. The portrayal of friendship and family amid grief and change is raw and relatable. It stands the test of time. It is pure movie magic. I am almost certain that Truvy, played by Dolly Parton, was the inspiration for my short stint in beauty school. I wanted a salon just like hers. A steel magnolia is a woman who is strong and feminine simultaneously. It's a concept that hails from the deep south, and it describes a woman who can be solid like steel, yet soft like a magnolia, no matter what life throws at her. She is equal parts tough and tender. To me, a steel magnolia is an overcomer, a she who overcomes. This story of overcoming has been birthing in my heart since the first time I watched that movie. 
There have been many times in my life where I have felt like I could give Elizabeth Taylor a run for her money. One year after we published She Who Overcomes, I found myself in one of the worst seasons of my life. Everything I knew went up in smoke when I chose to leave my 14-year marriage in the fall of 2016. After nine months separation and failed attempts at reconciliation, I burned my life to the ground and crawled away from the ashes. I bore the wounds and scars of a woman who had spent nearly two decades loving a man who suffered from alcoholism. I was pretty broken. Mandy once said, if you could have seen the invisible scars on my skin, no one would have recognized me. What I've discovered over the last few years is your ability to overcome and rise up is directly related to your choices. Specifically, the choice to grieve and the choice to heal. Grief and healing are equal parts tough and tender. They require vulnerability vulnerability, and tenacity, but they are not the same. They cannot be skipped, and you will often find yourself walking both paths at the same time. I choose to heal. Honestly, the healing process was sometimes harder than the marriage was. That might surprise some of you to read it, but many women will understand the idea that healing is often worse than surviving. There are consequences you do not see coming. Embracing the healing process is for the brave only, the overcomers. I had to choose to heal as much as possible from my PTSD with therapy and EMDR. It was horrific and stressful to prep for those sessions. I mean, who wants to dig up long buried and sometimes fresh pain? But the freedom I found from nightmares, intrusive thoughts, and the cycle of disconnecting was worth every hard moment. I fought for my healing and learned how to anticipate and handle triggers and what to do when the anxiety flares. Healing included me seeking out safe spaces where I could process my emotions and tell my story. I attended support groups where I could learn from and link arms with women who had overcome the same obstacles. I fought for freedom and found truth again. I unlearned toxic behaviors I had learned to survive, and I discovered healthy coping mechanisms. Choosing to heal helped me advocate for myself to trust my own instincts and ask for second opinions, to lean into my faith and trust God. Despite past abuse and gaslighting from Christian leaders, healing from my past helped me break the cycles of sabotage and people-pleasing to find wholeness again. It even helped me handle the year-long battle with debilitating chronic pain and nerve damage that would hit its peak during the year of the plague. I mean, the COVID-19 pandemic. Choosing to walk through the healing process is hard, and I'm not going to lie to you, but girl, you can do hard things. We must do hard things. I promise you that the woman who is waiting on the other side of your healing is worth fighting for. All right, Overcomers, that is our show this week. You can grab the second edition of She Who Overcomes on Amazon, or you can find it at our website at raymateam.com, R-A-Y-M-A-T-E-A-M, and hit that products button, and we'll link you directly to Amazon if you want to do that this way. That way, next week, you can join me for part two of the forward. And until next time, may you rise up, lead well, and live with intention. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. Before you go, would you mind doing us a favor? We would love to hear your takeaways. So please leave us a review and a comment. You might just hear your name in a future episode when you do. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media, a division of Rayma Team LLC. If you'd like to learn more about how you can work with us, visit raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com.
T-E-A-M dot C-O-M. All right, our coffee is cold, so we gotta go. See you next week.